Pastor John here on this stormy, rainy Wednesday. Um, so good to be back uh, from Mexico. Um, I love Mexico. I love the people in Mexico. I love our brothers and sisters in Christ in Mexico. Uh, and at the same time, I, well, I love I love just the ministry that happens down there and um, but I love the United States, man. I love United States. I almost had a moment of silence when I came back in the States and walked by Chick-fil-A and just had a moment of silence. It was just amazing. I just was celebrating the joy of the nation that we call home and love it and missed you guys. I uh, hope you've had a, a good few weeks. I've heard a lot of great things. I know there's been different ones filling in in the pulpit, and I really want to thank them. Danny did a great job, and Cheryl Yates did a great job, and and want to thank everybody you know uh, who's who stepped in, and thank everyone who's been praying. Uh, our trip to Mexico was very fruitful. I went with Dale Yurton, and. Um, and his ministry there is, I mean, over 50 years of ministering there in Mexico. It's just been incredible. It's just been absolutely incredible seeing the impact of, of just years of faithful ministry, years of just showing up, um, no matter the circumstances, showing up to be faithful and watching what God, God has done, uh, traveling with Dale Yurton is basically, I would assume, like traveling with the Apostle Paul. He is an incredible man of God, of highest integrity and faithfulness. Um, his teaching is um, not, he's full of passion, but he's not full of hype. He says something. He says it very passionately, but he says something. He gives meat. He gives bread. He gives living water. It's incredible watching him teach, and and um, he's just a mighty man of God, and it's been a joy to be with him. So today, what I'd like to do is um, um, I want to I want to share about Romans chapter twelve. And as a matter of fact, I want to share. If you got your Bible, go to Romans um, eleven. I want to share something in Romans eleven first. Uh, it's right at the end of Romans eleven, and and what I want to do is, um, like one of the afternoons, I forget exactly what day, had a, a few a few hours um, before we had to go somewhere, and and we did a lot of traveling back and forth here and there, traveling all through different parts of Mexico. But in one of the times, I just was seeking the Lord because um, it was actually a joy to be away from a lot of the drama here in the United States. Um. In Mexico, um, you know, there are some high alert areas, some areas that were in red uh, with coronavirus. But I'm going to tell you what, there is such a peace, man. There is such a peace. And, they, they, you know, you couldn't go into a restaurant, a hotel. You couldn't go into any place um, without without somebody. You know, you had to have your temperature taken. You had to have a mask on. And they had this little foot thing that you could walk in and 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 to kill the virus off of the bottom of your shoes that you you you'd walk in and and step on this thing and every place you go every church every restaurant every every place you go you could not go in unless you had a mask on and they took your temperature that you you got the um 
you know, stuff on your hands to clean your hands, you disinfect your hands and, and your, the bottom of your feet. And, but you know what? It was such peace, man. There was no drama. There was nobody, you know, defending this or defending that people were, it just, there, it seemed to be a peace. And, and I just begin to pray for the United States that in, instead of all these, these fights and all this drama and all this stuff that we would just, that we would just, you know, have peace. And so that one of those afternoons, I started just seeking the Lord and praying about this time, and 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 He reminded me of something He told me when the coronavirus first hit. He brought me to Romans chapter twelve when the when the virus first started breaking out, and and so I want to read Romans chapter twelve. I'm putting ten minutes on the clock, and uh, so if you have your Bible, we're going to start. We're going to look at Romans twelve, but we're going to start in Romans eleven. I'm going to put my put my readers on here. Romans 11, I love the end of Romans 11, verse 34. Romans 11, verse 34. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has become his counselor? Or who has first given to him, and it shall be repaid to him? I love this verse, verse 36. For of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Now, Sarah has taught on this verse before, and I love when she does, and I've heard some other people teach on it, but it says, of him, through him, and to him are all things. Of him, everything's of him, everything's through him, and everything's to him. And and, and I love how this sets up the very, the very next chapter. It says, for I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you, that you, you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service or your reasonable act of worship to the Lord. Verse 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And I want to stop right there because uh, I'm going to give you an assignment here in a minute. I'm assignment for all week long for you to for you to get into the word all week long, but I just this just stirs me up, man, with all the stuff I see happening with everybody running their mouth and everybody, you know, everyone's got their opinion, everyone's got all this kind of stuff and it's, you know, and that's all fine and good. I mean, we you can have your opinion, you can have your stuff, but it's like to me what I what I sense the Lord is doing what he was he was reminding me of in that hotel room that afternoon when I was praying about our nation and about you know the purposes of God for our nation uh he was just stirring me up in some simple stuff some stuff that we all know I, I'm sure every one of you knew as soon as I said Romans 12 you knew exactly what scripture it was you know the verse but we need to get to a point we don't know the verse, but we live the verse that we know. And in living the verse that we know, he was just stirring this thing up in me and reminding me of just this, this powerful, this powerful um, uh, privilege that we have as Christians, as disciples of Christ, to not be conformed to the world around us, conform to the opinions or the pressure or the the hype or the the majority or the the majority is not always right. There's not. 
And so we've got we've to learn to not be moved by things of the world. Being conformed means these outer realities, these outer realities. If, if you're being conformed, the pressure and these outer realities are the templates that come in and pressurize you and, 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 and force you. Is an outer pressure that for, forces you and presses you into this template. And you are conformed to look like everybody else. You're conformed to the pressure that's happening around you. But as a disciple of Christ, he who is in you, greater is he who is in you than he who's in the world. So we never need to be shaped by the pressure around us. We have a king within us. We have a, we have a king that reigns in love and justice. And, and I've preached it before, you know, um, that if, if you can, uh, what I saw on a t-shirt, that you that no Jesus, no peace. Or no Jesus, no peace, depending on how you spell no. That without Jesus, there is no peace. And if you know Jesus, you know peace. And so of his peace and of his justice and of his love, we can be transformed into that image of of Christ instead of being conformed. Conformed is from the outside in. You are pressurized to, to, to fit this mold and fit this thing. And it shapes you. You're, you're, it's almost like you're forced into it. But yet when you're transformed, that transformation is from Christ within you. And he renews you from the inside out. And he does it by renewing your mind and, and transforming your heart. And so we don't need to be moved by the pressure around us. Our focus needs to be on Christ. Our eyes need to be on him and remembering that we are of him and we are through him and we are to him. And that's why we present ourselves as a living sacrifice to God, to God every day, every day, two or three times a day. If you need to, Lord, I am yours. I am yours. There's no other label. There's no other label. I happen to be a white man. But the greatest thing of my life is being a Christian man. So there's no other label that goes higher. No other label in my life. No other way that people identify me goes higher than being in Christ. I am a kingdom American. I am a disciple of Christ. He rules and he reigns and he rules and reigns from inside of me. He lives within me. He's made me righteous. He's made me whole and he's made you whole. And so with that understanding, we need to be transformed that the way I think needs to be yielded to the way he thinks. And he has me in this society, in the United States of America, which I am so thankful to live in. And I love Mexico. I love our brothers and sisters in Christ in Mexico. It is an honor. It is an honor to go to, to Mexico and to, to preach Christ and to stir up our brothers and sisters in the family of God who have a different color of skin and, and a different culture and better tacos and better coffee than we have here in the United States to go and, and, and encourage them in the Lord. But it all starts with Christ in me. So I don't I don't relate to them based on what I see on the outside. I relate based to them on the spirit. But I recognize that they are a different culture. And I want to honor that culture and honor the Christ within them. And so I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to be to be committed and submitted to letting the spirit of God transform you.
Don't be conformed with all the stuff you see in the media and all this. That Don't be conformed. Be transformed by being in the word, by being in the word. You know, spend less time on Facebook. Get, spend less time watching the news. Spend And get in the word of God. Submit your heart to the word of God. Get the word of God in you. And all week long, what I want to encourage you to do is read Romans chapter 12. What I did is I wrote out every time, every time in Romans 12, that there was like uh, he was speaking a command, like speaking something from an, an action point, a command to obey. I wrote it down. I wrote, I got a whole notebook here of, of as I just was reading through this, every little point where I felt like it was an action point, like here's something you need to do in Christ, and then here's what Christ is calling you to do. I would write it down. I would write down one phrase at a time, regardless of the verse it was in. I would write down one phrase at a time, and I would look at that, and I would pray and say, so, Lord, I am submitted to you, Lord. Today, I just submit myself fresh and new to you. You are king. Everything is of uh, from you and of you and, and through you and to you. And so I just submit myself to you, God, and I, I and I surrender my life to you, not to be conformed to the world around me, but to be transformed by by your life within me. And I would say, Lord, transform me. And 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 I would write down those transformation points, what transformation looks like. And he ends up the chapter, you know, overcome, don't overcome evil with evil. You don't do that. You, you, you don't return evil for evil. You overcome evil with good. And not just the goodness like, oh, trying to be a good person. With the goodness of God is what he's talking about. Not just you being a good person, but with the goodness of God because you're transformed by him. So all week long, read, read every day, every day, read Romans chapter 12. And begin to write down, write down uh, the things that the, the Spirit of God is wanting to do in your life. Look at those things. This is the standard. This is how we should live in this time. This is what our lives should look like. What is our response to the confusion and chaos in this world? What's our response? Right there in Romans chapter 12. Submit yourself to God. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Letting the word of God rest in your mind and rest in your heart. A lifestyle of, Lord, I want to be obedient to you. And I'm not going to be moved by anything else. I'm not going to be moved by anger. I'm not going to be moved by self-defense. I'm not going to be moved by anything. Lord, I want to honor you and live your word. Look, there's my there's my timer. It's a pretty cool timer. I could just let that play a minute, but... So I want to um, pray for you and have you read Romans 12 all week long. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray. I pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ. And I pray, Lord, that you will just stir them up as you stirred me up and remind all of us that we are to live a transformed life, that we will not be conformed to the pressure and the things around us because Christ within us is greater that we would yield to you and surrender to you and that every word that comes out of our mouth would be a submitted word from a surrendered life. And the Lord, your goodness flowing through us, your grace flowing through us would make our life living evidence of your goodness, that we would not be people who return evil for evil, but we would overcome evil with good through a transformed life. 
I pray the, the word of God leap off the page in your heart and in your mind. Love you. It's good to be back in the United States, and we'll see you soon.